Welcome to Machine Learning, How the World Works. Revelations 12, 1, the seventh sign. I'm going to debate some of the arguments made on the Revelations 12, 1, and it relates to astronomy. I'm going to point out the stuff that I think is correct, and I'm also going to point out the arguments I think that are incorrect. September 23rd, 2017. On September 23rd, 2017, arrangement of celestial bodies occurred that some people believe to be a significant astronomical event. According to uh, many sources found in Revelation 12 in the Bible, the sun in the zodiac constellation Virgo had the moon at the feet of Virgo and nine stars of the zodiac constellation Leo plus three stars, Mercury, Venus, and Mars at the head of Virgo. Jupiter Jupiter was in Virgo for 42 uh, weeks. Jupiter, when uh, the sign of the last days, when Jupiter is in Virgo for 42 weeks is a topic of debate. But it uh, it did seem to fit a pattern. So... They the idea behind this is that with Jupiter being in Virgo for forty two weeks, it fulfilled the prophecy found in Revelation twelve one through two. The interpretation of uh, Revelation twelve one through two is that a woman in labor represents the constellation Virgo, and the child she gives uh, birth to represents Jupiter. So when Paul or John the Revelator was writing this, it represented um, a future event which would signify the kingdom of God, the church, a church, God's church, and then eventually God's king. the 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 boy would, the baby would grow up to be a man. The man then would become a king, and he would rule over his kingdom. So that's what John the Revelator was implying. Now, we one of the challenges of looking at Revelations is trying to map that idea, the prophecies, to real events. And I know through my life, I've been very frustrated as I've seen events like in Iraq and Iran and Afghanistan and trying to link that to events in Revelation. And I've pretty much... Uh, uh, given up on trying to tie it to a specific event. Maybe there will be a great uh, plague, which we saw with COVID, and, but is that the final plague, or will there be future plagues? Maybe there will be wars, like the, the, the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Maybe there'll be great wars. Is Armageddon forming now? Well, we don't see all nations of the earth going against Israel, but we do see a lot of the superpowers sending large amounts of money, uh, either in aid of Russia or in an aid of uh, Israel. And, you know, we see some of the opponents of Israel, Iran, uh, Syria, and possibly Egypt. I don't know really what Egypt's role in this is. So could that be Armageddon? I don't know. So there could be war. And then there's the possibility of bankruptcy. We see the instability of the banks 
And I'm going to provide a podcast that explains why when banks sell bonds, they have to take the discount, which causes a loss, which was reported on their books, which causes shareholders to pull their money because they now fear uh, insolvency of the banks. So, uh, you know, banks are vulnerable when they have large depositors and then those depositors, depositors start to withdraw money money of which the banks have invested in other areas, and they have to start selling bonds. So I'll cover that in a future broadcast. So concerning going back to Revelations, it is difficult, uh, if not impossible, to try to map that to the events to a specific event. So we're just looking, and I think we look in terms of generality, and we look at the patterns. Uh Celestial alignment was not a significant sign. According to the sun in Virgo, the moon at Virgo's feet, and Jupiter in the constellation are regular occurrences. Okay, so not sure this is a major event in uh, the prophecy of Revelations because they do happen. But the fact that we could see it in the constellations was kind of exciting. So I don't know necessarily if we can draw the conclusion it is a prophecy, but we can definitely say that it was a cool event. For example, some of the critics have pointed out flaws in the interpretation of the celestial alignment as the fulfillment of prophecy. For example, they questioned the identification of Venus and Jupiter with Christ. I believe that Venus is referred, uh, Christ is often referred to as Venus or Horus, according to the Egyptians, and that uh, what the Sphinx was watching was a time period and is looking for a particular event where Leo is in the uh, moving across the sky in the constellation. But there's also many symbolic representations that are Greek and Roman that uh, could also put a different spin on it. I wish to do a podcast on Venus Testifies of Christ. That's really an interesting uh, analysis of how the solar time gears of the Maya um, point to key events in Christ's life that um, suggest that the Mayan were watching for Christ and that their clock or the uh, solar system also testifies of events that are based on Christ. So anyway, we look go back to Saturn and um, you know, was it the the in the ancient sky? Did you we see Saturn, Venus, and Mars, and that then creates the Eye of Horus that the Egyptians refer to. Okay, Virgo has the sun on its shoulder and the moon at her feet. The sign of a time occurred when Virgo had the sun on her shoulder and the moon at her feet, uh, due to the following reasons. In, astro- in astrology, Virgo, Virgo is the sixth sign of the zodiac, represent as a young maiden carrying a sheaf of wheat. The time when the sun was in the constellation Virgo marked the beginning of the wheat harvest in Egyptian mythology. Now, there's some that are picking up on this wheat harvest and saying this is a major event, and I'm going to cover why they think that this is a major event, but... Again, I don't know if we can draw conclusions that it is the major event. 
The sign of the time is often associated with biblical, biblical passages from the book of Revelation. Describes a woman clothed with the sun and the moon at her feet and a crown of 12 stars at her head. While the passage is not specific about Virgo, the imagery of the sun, moon, and stars aligned with the celestial alignment occurred in 2017. In September 2017, there was a rare alignment of the sun, moon, and the planets in the constellation of Virgo. And this was interpreted as a sign of the time. The alignment of the sun, moon, and planets in a specific constellation can be seen as a significant event in uh, astrology, representing a unique energy or influence. Virgo was often referred to as a symbol of fertility, abundance, and a harvest season. So if it was the harvest season that we were looking at, then... um, you know, it's the idea that there is going to be a major event and uh, maybe a catastrophic event like a solar flare. There was a flare that almost hit the earth. There's one that did hit the earth. Um, what would happen if an X-45 hit the earth? You know, would it, uh, what kind of effects on the, on our society would, uh, would a massive solar flare of that magnitude have on us? Um now, if there was a solar proton ejection where the sun's electromagnetic currents became unstable. Okay, Leo uh, has 12 stars above Virgo. Virgo has having 12 stars above Virgo's head was a constellation event that occurred on September 23rd, 2017. Um, it did have... The moon at the feet of Virgo and nine stars of the zodiac constellation Leo along the three stars, Mercury, Venus, and Mars at the head. So we know that 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 event did happen. Okay. Um, Jupiter is considered to be the king planet. He would be the son of the woman and he would stay in the constellation for 42 42 is one of the the divine numbers of 40, 42. Um, so, you know, it's, it suggests legitimacy. Okay, 2018 was the 70, 70th Jubilee since the Exodus. That's actually false. 2018 was not the 70th Jubilee since the Exodus. The year of Jubilee is the biblical concept that occurs every 49-year cycle and is announced at the Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement. Basically, it's an act of financial freedom, is that during Jubilee, things are given to the poor and debt is forgiven. Uh, The next, the 70th year of Jubilee is expected to start in 2024, as interpreted in the Bible. Uh, September 23rd, 2017, Yom Kippur, Day of Atonement, Less than 40 days from the eclipse in August 21, uh, 2017. That's false. That's false. The first eclipse in in August 2021, 2017 was not 40 days from Yom Kippur. The solar eclipse on August 21, 2017 uh, refers to as the Great American Eclipse was not directly related to Yom Kippur. It was the first day of the Jewish month of Ul, which marks the beginning of the 40-day period of repentance leading to Yom Kippur. Okay, so that's an error. Israel was a a nation for 70 years 
in 2017. Uh, that may be true. It was, what, 1848 when it became a, a, a nation. Okay, December 20th, Saturn and Jupiter. Saturn represents the sickle and the harvest. Okay, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. Um, okay, so there's a lot of things that are, are going on. You know, the there's April 2019, there was a conference where it, the announcement of a hinge point, whether the trajectory of, of the church would continue to grow or it would decline. So it was a hinge point. March 2021, uh, you know, Claims to be a 70th Jubilee again. That was false. Okay, now the um, olive harvest is is classified as the earth shaking. We haven't had that happen. The red heifer will be three in the fall of 2021. That's false. Okay, now I'm going to talk about that in a second. April 5th is uh, was 185 years since Elijah restored the sealing power, that's false. Elijah restored the sealing uh, keys to Joseph Smith and Oliver Cowdery on April 3rd, 1836. And that was not 185 years ago. Okay. Um, the September 2018, Levi's invite 70 nations to make a wheat offering. There's no evidence of that, so that's false. Kirtland Temple Guide, oh, of the Holy Land. Not sure what I meant by that. September 2017, the Feast of Trumpets or the 17th year of the Jubilee. Again, not sure if that's true or false. Another full eclipse is, is um, will occur in 2017. Yes, that's going to be true. But it... Who knows where the New Jerusalem is going to be? We don't know the exact location. Maybe it's going to be in Independence. But it has never been announced or the specific area uh, dedicated for building up the New Jerusalem, so we don't know. And so again, that one would probably be unknown. Trump, President Trump in May 14, 2018, uh, set the embassy of Israel to Jerusalem. That's true. Uh, October 31, 2020, the first Trump sounded. Not sure if that's true. Levites built an altar, made a wheat offering. No evidence of it. February 2021, Levites start building the temple in the ancient part of the city. No evidence of it. Okay, so Levites authorize a 2021 blood sacrifice on Temple Mount. Nine perfect Red heifers found out of 10. Red heifers to be offered at the burnt offering. The red heifer will be three years old in 2021. Okay. Um, the red heifer is a key ingredient to temple worship and is required for the Levite uh, pur purification ritual. Meshnah, an authoritative written on the embodiment of Jewish oral tradition, teaches that only nine Red heifers were sacrificed from the time of tabernacle worship until the second temple was destroyed in 70 AD. The Jewish sage Manomins believed the 10th animal would only be found in sacrifice when the King Messiah was ready to appear. 
Five perfectly red heifers required for the ritual purification arrive in Israel at a ranch from Texas in 2022. The oldest of the red heifers brought from Texas last year is just months away from being the required age to sacrifice for purification. So, you know, again, if there was a sacrifice, it wouldn't even be done until several months later. Uh, the sacrifice from 2021, the sacrifice of the red heifer could take place on the Mount Olives in Jerusalem as early as 13 months from now. Okay, so that would could push into 2024. We'd have to see, but again, I'm I'm not going to say that these things are even going to happen until they have. So I think it's it's terrible to try to speculate on things that are are going to happen um, when we don't know. And so from based on what I know, it didn't happen. There's no evidence of it. Okay, now the December 2020 Saturn and Jupiter conjunction, the Great Conjunction. Now that was significant uh, in the sense that it was an astronomical event that occurred where Jupiter and Saturn uh, align in the, uh, the solar clock. And they appeared to be very close together in the sky. I went outside and looked at it. It's pretty cool. Um, the closest conjunction of two planets since 1623 and the closest observable one since uh, 1226. The two planets will be one-tenth of one degree apart, which is approximately 0.1 degrees. To put this in perspective, the full moon has an angular diameter of about 0.5 degrees, so Jupiter and Saturn will appear to be about five times smaller than the full moon. Okay, so that's pretty cool. And that happened That happened in 2020. Um, but it, it's not one of those things that that happens only occasionally. Now, the 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 grand conjunction that occurred in December 21st, 2020, was, did only happen once in 400 years, and that followed the Mayan calendar. So they, they had a clock, too, that was telling when Jupiter and Saturn would align, and, and they, have, they had ratios and... And you could you could calculate it from moon cycles, lunar cycles, or you could calculate it from Venus cycles, or um, you could calculate it from Jupiter cycles when that was going to occur, because there's a gear and each gear spoke uh, represented like thirty two years. Okay, now the harvest twenty eighteen the hasten harvest. Did that happen? Not sure. The olive harvest will be characterized by the shaking of earth. Missionaries um, will come, be called home. Well, we saw during COVID that some of the missionaries were called home, but they're now released back out. So uh, the olive har harvest is probably not happening. Secret combination will be destroyed. No, that's not happened yet. Uh, temples closed 200 years since the first vision, 400 since the Mayflower. Yes, they closed for for a year, but or two, but they are now open. So again, um, that that's that uh, idea is out. Now, the idea of the Holocaust to force the creation of Israel. 
again, unknown Jews to abandon Zion in America. Well, if you read the book Chosen, it's interesting because the Jewish people in America saw America as the place of refuge and safety. And then after uh, Palestine was organized and it became the nation for of the Jewish nation, then there was this migration from America to the Holy Land of Israel. And there were several rabbis that argued that the refuge was America and not not Israel. And, and so there was this debate. But the Zionists felt after the Holocaust that they needed to return to a land or a nation which they could call home and defend. And then since that point, uh, Israel has defended its right of existence and it has defeated all of its enemies up to this point. 